0: what's up luscious babe welcome back to the hustle like a stripper podcast i'm your host lauren allen join me today as we say hello good morning good evening good afternoon good night and goodbye to anybody standing in your way of being the best possible version of yourself the sexiest the healthiest the wealthiest if you're standing in your own way fuck you If it's anyone else, well, fuck them. Don't need them. I've drunkenly stumbled through entrepreneurship, self-awareness, and growth, so you don't motherfucking have to. You're goddamn welcome. (laughs) My goal is to inspire confidence within yourself, becoming totally okay with who you are, And what you do, no matter what it is that you do, what stage of business you're in, stripper or no stripper. We're going to get you thinking outside the box, playing devil's advocate, and stepping in to the best possible version of yourself. Thank you so much for being here with me today. It's such an honor to have a platform, to talk to y'all, and inspire you. And I'm really excited to show you that strippers is people too. And we is smart. (laughs) I really enjoy getting to change the perspective on the industry and the people that do this kind of work and getting to show you that this really is business and it really is psychology and it is a respectful profession with respectable people doing great things and It really is exciting to get to take what I've learned in the club and make it accessible to you, whether you're a female entrepreneur, whether you're in the corporate world, there is something to be learned from the dynamics and strategy and the hustle in a strip club. So I'm really honored to be able to bring this to you and package it to you in a sexy and digestible fucking way. Let's do it. This episode is brought to you by the Hustlin' Honey's Handbook, a must-have for any stripper at any stage in her business, whether it be stagnant sophomore, baby stripper, or polished veteran. Everyone has something to learn with the Hustlin' Honey's Handbook. It is your guide to crushing limiting beliefs, using money manifestation and law of attraction in and out of the club, marketing and branding yourself, finding your unique niche to make more motherfucking money, and how to close the goddamn sale like a champ. For more information, you can go to lusciouslifestylebylauren.com. If you don't know how to spell luscious, you're going to have to figure it the fuck out. (laughs) So as I was working on the Hustlin' Honey's Handbook today which is dropping officially April 1st, which is the same day that I leave for Vegas, which I'm so excited about. But as I was working today, I had a really great concept come up when I was working on module two, which is all about law of attraction and making a new money blueprint and what money manifestation is and really mapping out all of the steps And I wanted to share some of those golden ass nuggets that came up for me today. And I was just so excited about all of these concepts and making it really, really easy to understand and to grasp. Like that's my goal is to take everything that I had to struggle and toil and fuck with for a long time. It's my goal to make it really easy and digestible for you so that you can start making moves right now and taking action right now. So this is fucking exciting as fuck. Let's get into it. So when I was talking about the law of attraction, I stated a concept that is actually really, really hard to wrap your mind around sometimes, is that we attract everything into our lives. And this can be really, really hard when bad shit happens to us. You know, whether you were bullied or you dealt with trauma or abuse, those are all things that I have dealt with in my life. And a really big shift for me happened when I stopped blaming myself and victimizing myself. And instead of looking at it like, wow, I'm so stupid and worthless, I attracted all of this bad shit into my life, I took accountability for what I did. Attract into my life through my subconscious beliefs. Allowed myself to forgive me, forgive the other people involved. And believe that I'm worthy of better things. So how the fuck do we attract awful things into our lives, right? Like, who the fuck wants to attract this? That's dumb. Sounds dumb. Sounds fucking fake. But it's real. And it came from from a lot of different things. But mainly it came from this subconscious inferiority complex that I got in my childhood through the way I was treated, through soaking up so much from my parents and their own limitations and beliefs and dysfunctional way of living their pain. I absorbed a lot of that and that in turn caused me to believe that I don't deserve good things, I don't deserve attention and love, or I... I associated love with bad treatment. You know, that's what I was seeing play out in front of me. You know, lying and deceit and excessiveness and gluttony. Like I was seeing that as normal and love and that dysfunction became my function. So it wasn't like I purposely went out there and I'm like, hey, bully me. Hey, fucking punch me. (laughs) Hey, I don't deserve money. Let me just fucking fuck all my finances up, right? Like, it's not like everything that we do is never conscious. It all starts at a subconscious level, which is why it was so important for me to create a lot of subconscious hypnosis and meditations for the Hustle and Honey's Handbook, because a big part of welcoming in more money and success, friendship, whatever it is you're looking for, you need to start with a subconscious mind. Because that's where all of that dark and scary shit that we push down so we don't have to fucking think about it or ruin our goddamn day. That's where it lays. It lays right fucking there. And even though I'm taking responsibility for where I contributed to the outcome and you know where others contributed, I'm not blaming anybody. I'm not blaming myself because I was just a kid and I just soaked up this subconscious belief from what I was being told and what I was seeing There's no reason to blame myself for that. And then there's also no reason to blame my parents because they were just doing the best that they could with what they had. They had their own limiting beliefs in life. They had their own subconscious beliefs programmed in childhood from their parents. Like Everyone is always just doing the best that they can. And a lot of times we act from hurt. When we aren't aware of our feelings and how they have control and power over us, we act React from hurt, hurt from the past. A lot of times, the way we respond isn't in the present or to the person we're dealing with or the situations we're dealing with in the present. A lot of times, they have to do with the past and what happened before, and it triggers like this emotional response from the past. So, I know a lot of the times when I was seeing all of this dysfunction play out in front of me, it wasn't coming from my parents in that present moment, it was coming from past hurt and what they learned how to do and how to cope. So that's why I don't blame them. I don't blame myself. I don't blame them. So what I want y'all to write on, to think on today, I want you to think about things that were tough in your life. And I want you to get really fucking real ramen dude pants. And this isn't easy. And this sucks and it's easy to slip into blame, but I want you to take off the fucking blame hat and the fucking victim goggles for two goddamn seconds and understand that you're not blaming yourself. You're not blaming someone else. You're just looking critically at this because in order to move past this and to attract great things, we need to look at the hard stuff. So think about those things that were tough in your life. Maybe think of like two or three situations where shit just was terrible and I want you to think, like, how was I responsible for attracting certain people or situations into my life as a result of my subconscious beliefs? So it could be a fallout with a friend. It could be a fallout with a lover. It could be losing your job, something. There, there's always these certain situations in life that come up and we respond to them out of fear and pain from the past. And we attract certain situations into our life because of our subconscious beliefs i want you to really think about that you may not get an answer right away but that's just something to think on because when you can identify where you're responding from hurt and where you're responding from the past it gets so much easier to see it and to target it and understand why you respond the way you do sometimes and that self-awareness is key to growing there's no need to beat yourself the fuck up or anybody else for that matter just think about it And then as you're thinking about those situations that you may have played a role in, it's like, okay, well, what are those subconscious beliefs and how are they showing up in your life now? Like, for instance, I just had to cut off a lot of toxic friendships because I had subconscious beliefs that I didn't deserve good things and that everyone uses me and everyone Wants to leave me behind and use me. You know, I had all of these limiting beliefs about friendships. So what do you think I attracted? I attracted people that take, that don't appreciate me, that want to use me. Because I was so focused on the past and what happened before, I was attracting more of those kind of friendships in my life. So think about how that's showing up in your life right now. So after you identify these things and you think about them, I want you to list For every limiting subconscious belief or bad situation that happened in your life, I want you to write out the exact opposite, like how you wish that would have played out or exactly as you want them to happen. And after you write those out, I want you to affirm, write it, say it out loud. I have the power to attract everything that I want. I have the power to rewrite the story because you do. Just because it happened that way in the past, that doesn't mean it has to run your whole life now. Yes, it happened. Everyone plays their role in it. It's okay. Now you can rewrite it exactly as you would want it to happen. And now you can see what you want. Because when we see what happened in a way that we didn't want and then we rewrite it exactly as we wanted it to happen, we get a clear understanding of what we actually want in life. And that makes it so much easier to identify how we're going to get what we want in life. And this is also an incredibly powerful exercise that came up for me today. I want you to think and imagine that you have a clean slate, like you're a newborn baby, you don't have any baggage, or trauma, or past experience. There's nothing to call from, there's nothing to identify from. Life is fresh and life is new. And there are zero expectations for you. There's no one whispering in your ear, telling you what you need to do or who you need to be. There's no one to please. What do you want in this space of complete freedom, no approval to seek, like freedom and innocence, nothing to call from, no no experiences. What do you want from your life, from your relationships, from your career? I want you to really, really think about this and imagine that there's nothing else. Like you're on a fucking deserted island and there is no one else around you. What do you want? What do you want life to look like, to feel like? And whatever conclusion you come to from that space of complete innocence with no expectations, that's the truth. That is what you want. Not thinking about anyone else, just thinking about you And what you truly, truly want out of life, what you want it to feel like and look like, that is the motherfucking truth. And that is your power. And this is something that you can call and come back to anytime that you feel lost. You can always come back to this truth because that is truly the essence of who you are. So going a little bit deeper into this concept... I believe that in order to become a magnet for money and to attract people who want to spend money on your gifts, whatever industry you're in, whatever business, doesn't matter, you need to believe that you deserve it and know that it's coming to you. And you need to become somebody that attracts rather than finds. And that is such a simple shift, but it's such a big game changer. Because when you attract things into your life, it just happens effortlessly. There's a flow. It feels right. But when you're finding something, y'all ever lost some shit? And finding it is just the most annoying thing ever. And when you can't find it, it's so frustrating and stupid. It's, it's just like that. Wouldn't you rather attract things effortlessly that are aligned and feel great rather than be searching and trying to find what fits? Attracting way motherfucking better. And I'm also, of course, y'all that be listening know, I love simple shifts for massive results. It's not about moving mountains and making all of these amazing, great strides in one day. It's about making small and simple shifts every day. Whether it just be having extra water or working an extra day or asking that extra person for a dance or, you know, reaching out to that one client. It's just making simple shifts every day towards massive results. And something that I learned from the business course that I took, Six Figure Biz Babe, shout out to my girl, Lauren Liz Love. She's amazing. She talks a lot about non-negotiables. And non-negotiables are things that you have to do. Like you decided that this is the minimum, this is what you're going to do, this is what you expect, and it's non-negotiable. I think the way that she used the term was more... What are your non-negotiables as a successful woman? And it's like, okay, I I am going to celebrate anytime I close a sale. I'm going to make sure that I get my nails done every month. Or I'm going to make sure that I take a rest day every week. Or that I get a weekly massage. You know, those are your non-negotiables. And as you're growing and you're setting these new standards and stepping into this totally new version of yourself, you need non-negotiables. So... Something I always ask myself is okay, what do I need today? Before I go to work, what do I need to do to feel like the best possible version of myself? So, usually for me, I need to meditate, I need to stretch, I need to drink water, I need to have some coffee, I need to hang out with my love, I need to spend some time outside in the fresh air and in the sunlight, I need to eat a nutritious meal, I need to feel like I had enough time to relax and shift and get my mind right and feel very positive and energized for the day so that I can show up as my best self, make the most of my time, and make the most money. So in order to really attract what you want, you need to be at your best level. And that's spiritually, mentally, physically. And that doesn't mean you need to be perfect, but you need to feel very good and comfortable and energized in order to serve in the way that you want, to make the money that you want. So going a little bit deeper, things to think about, like what would be a weekly non-negotiable for you? Is that a massage? Is that getting healthy food stocked up and meal prepping, hitting the sauna? Weekly things that you can do to make your life easier, make yourself feel better, so that you can be the most relaxed and wealthy version of yourself. So what are your non-negotiables for how you are treated in the club, in your business with clients, in the office, whatever it is, what are your non-negotiables for how you are treated in your place of work? Like how exactly do you want to be treated? So something that I wrote out in the Hustle and Honey's handbook is some of my non-negotiables are getting tipped to sit with someone for an extended amount of time, getting tipped big bills on stage always getting tips on lap dances, walking away from customers who don't oblige, aren't respectful, say rude things, and only spending time with clients who are respectful of my mind, body, and soul. So those are my non-negotiables for how I'm treated, the standard of which I deserve to be treated, and what I expect from a customer that wants my time. My time is valuable, my time is money, and that's what I expect. Those are my non-negotiables, that's it. So really think about... You know, in the in the business world, especially as women, you know, we feel so lucky to just be a part of business or to be in the workplace or whatever it is. We feel so lucky that we don't want to push too much, right? We don't want to ask for too much or be pushy or be a bitch. Fuck that. We're getting to the nitty gritty and we are asking for what we want. This is the non-negotiable minimum of how I am treated. Ladies in the office, I only do certain tasks that fall under my job description. And if you want me to do extra, you're going to pay me more. You know, that would be a non-negotiable. Like if your boss started walking all over you and putting all of these extra tasks that are usually tasks for someone that is above you and makes more money than you, you would say, no, I get paid too little to be doing all that extra shit. When I didn't have non-negotiables, when I was, you know, in the salon, for those of y'all that don't know, I'm a licensed cosmetologist and I worked in the salon for a while. I let myself get walked all over working as an assistant because I didn't have non-negotiables of how I was treated, the money that I expected to make. You know, I didn't have any parameters set or any boundaries. So I was doing the work of like three fucking managers. And when you don't have these non-negotiables for a standard of how you're treated, the people will walk all over you and especially in the club. I know my strippers understand this. You know, people will take up your time and your energy and not compensate you well unless you demand it. And getting clear on how you expect to be treated and understanding what you won't stand for. When you really cement these standards, watch how quickly your profits change and the people around you shift too. There is nothing wrong with being... Cemented in your standards. There's nothing wrong with that. And if the people around you aren't okay with the standards that you set, then maybe you need to be around different people. That's all I'm saying. Let's talk about mirroring. We are all mirrors of each other. And in order to attract what you want, whether it be a client, whether it be a new project, a new job, more value, better friends... You know, for my strippers, anyone that wants to tip you well and treat you well, and you want respect, you need to give that same respect, peace, and value to your client and everyone that you talk to. So, the best way is to add value into people's lives. And this is no matter what industry you're in, no matter what you do, listening to people's needs and always find ways to answer the questions how can I serve? What do they need from me? And how can I help? If you're constantly asking yourself this question and trying to be the best possible version of yourself to serve in service to others, there's no way that you can fucking lose, honestly. Asking questions and genuinely hearing people, it's funny. Everyone's like, well, how do you sell? How do you sell? How do you make so much money? How are you always making money? I don't, I just genuinely listen to people. It's amazing. When you actually just fucking listen, you can get a lot done. So let's say you're doing everything right. You're doing all the things. You're keeping keeping your mind right. You're doing all the fucking things and you don't get what you want. You get rejected. Things don't turn out how you planned. This is imperative. You need to trust that it's coming You need to remain gracious and give kindness even to the toughest customers to everybody. So even if someone doesn't treat you exactly how you wanted to, they didn't give you the money that you wanted or they don't respond well to you, something you need to stay gracious and you need to stay kind. There's you can be firm and direct, but never fucking rude. Like not I guess like that's a bad way of putting it, like because a lot of times we tend to think that we're being rude, like don't be like, fuck you. You know, you can say, I don't agree with you. We can agree to disagree. Or maybe there's another time that we can talk about this. We can both think on this and we can come back. You know, that's more for like an office kind of setting. You know, we can, "I, I don't really agree with you. I don't think we're seeing eye to eye. Maybe we can both set another appointment and talk about this at another time when we both have thought about it a little bit more. So if you're rejected, if you don't get what you want, you know, take the feedback or take the rejection and be gracious about it. Doesn't mean you have to be happy about it, but don't throw a fucking fit. That shit is not cute. It does not, oh my God, it does not work. And being patient and gracious in the face of rejection or stubbornness, this has made me more money because when you're not coming from a desperate place and when you are just genuinely putting yourself out there, being the best version of yourself, That will attract more money. And there's been countless times where I've been rejected by guys or there's regulars that want to hang out with other women and, you know, they don't want to spend money on me for the time being. I'm gracious about it. I'm like, cool. Enjoy yourselves. Make the money. Have fun. They always come back because I'm gracious, because I don't pressure them, because I let it go. And I trust that there's always more money coming. There's going to be more regulars. There's going to be more people that want my services because I provide value in the world, because I have that belief so cemented in my heart that attracts more money and more people. And in turn, that attracts those same people back after having that kind of experience with me. Something I've been working on takes a lot of practice. Don't get me wrong, but it is possible. You need to find the balance between direct and demanding. By reading someone's body language and listening to them, you can coerce and finesse. Don't ever expect anything. Don't just demand what you want from someone. First, you need to provide the value, whether it be great conversation, a listening ear, genuine care, open and fluid body language, whatever it may be. However, you're providing value. Provide that first and then ask for what you want in a very direct way. Not necessarily aggressive. You can find a way to ask for what you want that is both polite and direct at the same time. Read their body language. See how they're responding to you. See what they actually want and need. Think about what you want and need. And come from the place of, okay, how can I get us both what we want and need? And we're both happy. When you're not just thinking about yourself, obviously you're thinking about what you want, but think about what the other person needs too. And when you're doing the act of listening, you can figure out what that is. Don't ever settle. If something doesn't feel totally right with you, whether it's a negotiation, whether it's a client, like even if it's someone that gives you a lot of money, or someone that's a really good client, or if you have a great job and it's really cushy and it's everything you ever wanted, but if it weighs you down and makes you feel drained, or if someone that you're around acts in a way that is disrespectful and doesn't make you feel good, don't settle and know when to walk away. You need to trust that money is coming to you, better people are coming to you, and these people will meet those minimum requirements, those non-negotiables. There are people that want to meet those standards for you of how you want to be treated, how you want life to feel, the money that you want to make. When you settle, you're putting out this energy that you don't believe that there's more abundance to be had and that you deserve to be treated poorly. And the more that you hold on to these people, that job, that regular, that money, that client, you will be attracting more draining people to you, more situations like that. You know, I've had to say bye to so many well-paying regulars, or different friendships or opportunities because it just didn't work. It didn't feel right. And the minute that I gave these people up or these situations up, and I trusted that there is more money, there are better friendships, there are, there are situations that will meet these non-negotiables for me, I attracted better regulars, better friends, and way more fucking money just by being able to say, this doesn't work for me. And I don't owe you a goddamn explanation. I don't owe you shit. This doesn't mean my non-negotiables. Sorry. And you can think I'm a fucking brat or you can think I'm a bitch. But these are the parameters that I set for myself in order to be the best possible version of myself so I can inspire the world to do the same fucking thing. These are my non-negotiables. Sorry. Nope. Bye. (laughs) My goodness. And an unlimited resource of passion and power for me is acting as if it's very powerful in the club outside the club, whatever I speak to everyone as though I already have a stack in my wallet. I give everyone my undivided attention. Like I'm a millionaire and I have nothing to rush for or worry about. I walk and perform like I'm having the greatest time of my life and that I've made all the money acting as if has attracted so many beautiful people and money stacks into my life because when you act as though you have all the things that you seek, the things that you seek become so much easier to attract. Get in the habit of always reaffirming or affirming your non-negotiables, even if it hasn't happened yet. I always get tipped big bills on stage. I always get tipped huge sums of money. I always meet amazing clients who treat me well and wanna give me a fuck ton of money. I am always respected and cherished by those I choose to spend time with. I'm always making X amount of dollars every month, every week, however it is that you keep track. I want you to understand that you set the standard for how you are treated. And you set the standard for how much money that you make. And when you remain firm, grateful, keeping your standards and non-negotiables strong in your heart, You will only attract what it is that you focus on and what you bring into this world. These simple, simple shifts in perspective and in mindset are what has made me thousands and thousands of dollars. And embodying these concepts are exactly how I became a six-figure stripper. And as strippers and as women in the workforce we have this limiting belief oftentimes that we have to settle to hustle and make money and be in the workplace. That we have to settle and that we deserve to be treated a certain type of way because we're women or because of the work that we do. And that shit just ain't true. Luscious babe, you have the goddamn power. You have the mind power, the soul power, the resilience and the confidence to do whatever it is that you want and attract whatever it is that you desire into this fucking world because you are beautiful, you are wealthy, it's your goddamn birthright, and all you got to do is decide what it is that you want and get that shit. Non-negotiables is the name of the game. I believe in you so goddamn much. Thank you so much for joining me today, letting me be the voice in your motherfucking headphones. I love you so, so, so goddamn much. I'll see you next time.
1: This episode brought to you in part by the ultimate guidebook for strippers and female entrepreneurs at any stage of their careers or businesses. Whether you're a newbie or been around the block so many times you've forgotten your address, Cultivate and perfect your money mindset, sharpen your sales strategy, and much, much more. The Hustle and Honey's Handbook. Pre orders available now. Only at Lifestyle by lauren.com If you can't spell luscious, look it up. Also, additional music provided by recording artist and producer Savak. Music available on all major streaming services. But if you'd like to find out how to get a theme song of your very own, feel free to reach out at Seriously Savak on Twitter and Instagram. This has been the Hustle Like a Stripper Podcast.